<laughs> to, to chew the fat, yeah. eh? Fuck, what a saying there, pal. Anyway, let's do it. It's happening. Welcome back, everybody. It's you, your host, Tahu Hollis, here on the Muckround Podcast, episode four. Let's go! Tree tops, what can you do when Mr. Babylon comes looking for you? Whoa, Moses, Moses. Anyway, all the listeners, I want to thank you guys so much for the support you've given me so far. Um, it's been an awesome little run on these podcasts and I'm really enjoying them, so thank you for the support. Anyway, today I'm here with a long life friend, we've been boys since nappies, and quite an interesting dude, interesting looking, <laughs> the one, the only B-man, Barlow Toy Anderson, what's happening bro? What's up bro, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. no, all good, just give the whanau a bit of a rundown, who you are bro, what's happening? Oh yeah. Name's Barlow Anderson, grew up in uh, the Waikato, <laughs> went to school in the Waikato, but um, Fano's from uh, Rotuitsi and Murupara on my Ooh, father's side, yeah, the old Atta Madness, Atta Madness. <laughs> yeah. no, you don't say that name yeah, lightly. You don't, you don't say you that don't name claim, lightly. You don't claim to be from Murupara <laughs> unless you're from Muru. Murupara. That's right, yeah, staunch, yeah. staunch Anderson Fano and in, in, in Murupara. Kia ora uncles, if you guys are out there watching, yeah. mihi mai, mihi mai. Yeah. Um, and mum's from, mum's from Whainaroa, from Raglan, and uh, Tiki Tiki uh, in the East Coast. So, yeah, mum's from, mum's from Tiki Tiki. What's That's where the full name, Tiki Tiki Arangi? Well, Tiki Tiki or something. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. mum's, yeah, mum's from Tiki Tiki, the last, the Rickard names from out Tiki Tiki, so, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, so that's uh, that's my bones. Yeah, yeah. And you studied. You got a couple of degrees to your name. Oh, got couple a couple of pieces of paper. Uh, I need someone floating going, around. Uh, someone going, hold them up, eh? Hey? Walk <laughs> around the room, hope you might. Shout it from the rooftop. <laughs> so it's a bachelor of commerce and a bachelor of arts. Yeah, bachelor of commerce and marketing and a bachelor of arts in indigenous development. Out of yeah, so come and help you and your cousins out Sunday, uh, Tahu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there that's awesome, bro. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned your Ricard Fano name, and everybody who's Maori probably knows who Eva Ricard is. Hey, yeah, he's yep. a very famous famous person lying out in Fangaroa at the moment. Yeah, yeah, Nana's uh, Nana done quite a lot of uh, got a lot of mahi around uh, activism back in the seventies and the eighties, and she was actually part of that Renaissance movement uh, during that time. When you had Ngātamatoa, you had uh, Bastion Point. Fashion Point, Takaparafo. Um, yeah, and then you had the Raglan Golf Course occupation. So yeah, Nana, and we got we you know the return of the land back back in the eighties. She led that march. Eh? She led that. Yeah, her and um, seventeen other um, activists yep. from around the Motu or uh, came to Fainaroa and went to the Wahi Tapu there and sat uh, and you know Karakia all day. Um, and then the cops came and uh, arrested the, the 17 of them. The cool thing was about that, though, the majority of them came from outside the rohe. Really? So, yep. So it wasn't really, it wasn't really our people that were standing up to, to that. Well, they were, but, you know, the majority yeah, our people actually... people as a Māori people, but not from the Not rohe from the rohe. If anything, you know, it was her people that were actually against her, you know, most of the time is people from the rohe. Um 
with the ones. protest thing against her. So, and do you think that was like stemmed from fear? I think a lot of it was stemmed from fear. I think just that's what scared of the authority. Eh? Just scared of the authority, and pretty much, I think you know, sum it up. They just didn't know what their rights were. Yeah, yeah. So. She's an OG renegade. She's a she's an OG, bro. She's yeah. a yeah, power to the people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. power to the people. And yeah. they were fighting for land. They were fighting for land. Yeah, I think they were they're fighting for yeah land, but they were actually fighting for tino Yeah, um, self governance, self determination, and here we go. Here's a fact: we actually we as we were looking through some um, some um, old mail. She seen him because uh, she was good friends with Jim Bolger. Yeah. The, the national national party he, he was obviously the prime prime minister yeah she sent um, an email to Jim Bolger and that said I would pretty much say I want my land back and I want the Queen to come and recognize it and I'm gonna state find it always an independent state of New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said oh on ya good that, on you yeah, good on you bro. that yeah. is some tough <laughs> shit. Is some shit she goes ahead and messages the prime, prime minister, minister of New Zealand yeah. yeah hey there pal fuck you and your queen yeah we're um, out of here. We're out of here. Me and Raglan are out of here. <laughs> me and Raglan out of here. We're, we're, the, we're declaring you the independent state. state. So, and she didn't just write that to Jimbo. She wrote it to the Queen as well. Yep. Cool thing was we got a response back from the Queen, from the really? from the Queen's private secretary, pretty much saying that's the it's the um, the ground has no authority in uh, New Zealand and it's the government of the day's job to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much get the fuck out of here. That's yeah, what yeah. People using the Queen, oh, yeah. even though you know the Queen does have monarchy here. In a sense, like when they say, yeah, the Queen won't give us our land back. Our own government doesn't give us the land back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. And, like, you know, in, in hindsight, you know, we need to stop throwing sticks at the crowd <laughs> because, I mean, at the end of the day, true power lies within the government of the day. I mean, yeah, cool, the crown, yep, yep, yep. But, you know, that's only a, yeah. it's a, what is it? It's It's got no teeth. You yeah, know, it's, yeah. a, it's a toothless... Uh, yeah, our yeah. government can make the change. Uh, the government makes the change, not the monarchy. Yeah. 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 Hail but to the Republic, bro. <laughs> oh, get the oh, hail to it. the Republic. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. You. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so is that what your movement yeah. is? It's right. changed from Eva Rickard fighting for the one state. You're fighting for the country. You're going to go here and make us independent, are you? Make us independent, bro. <laughs> make us independent, bro. Yeah. Yeah, would you ever get into politics? You're yeah, no. Well, yeah, for people that don't know Barlow, he's he's quite a prof, a profound thinker. He, he likes to go into depth about things, but he likes to know facts about things. But he also likes to talk a lot of shit. So it's all the great <laughs> values of a politician. Yeah. yeah, I get pulled up on my flatmates quite a lot. Eh, going, where's the stats? Where's the stats? <laughs> I was like, bro, you don't need the stats. You just need to know the narrative. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to know the... Yeah. If you don't, don't worry about all the swish-wash yeah, back yeah. here. If you just don't listen under, to yeah. what I'm listening yeah. to right now. The reason why you're asking for the stats is because you don't understand the narrative. <laughs> no, but we have a, we have a lot of interesting uh, debates in our, um, in our flat and um, they're, they're really... I'm lucky that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm flatting with a uh, bunch of informed... Educated. Educated... People. Um, group of motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think you could stand. Yeah. yeah. People who, are, you know, below your IQ anyway, and they couldn't stand you. 
no, two no. in people's faces. Well, yeah, I, I was just saying. It's always yeah, been something for I you. I mean, I, the thing that I've come to come to conclusion with is yes, I am a know-it-all. Yeah, okay, I am a know-it-all. Yeah. Sometimes I'm wrong, and yeah. sometimes I'm right. I'm yeah. right, like everyone, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. of course. So I guess, but yeah. it doesn't matter whether you're right or wrong. You'll fight your points yeah, on the yeah, death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's something. That's something that yeah, the flatmates have found out. Hey, yeah. oh, I can go to the death, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Not, oh, Even right if, I'm wrong, wrong. if I'm wrong, prove it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that comes off as a bit ignorant. Yeah. And oh no, ignorant, arrogant. arrogant. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's you. It's me. That's who you this, are. That's who I am. And you if know. you're gonna claim it. What the fuck's anybody else yeah. going to do? Tell you what you already know about yourself. Yeah. You Take arrogant pick. Yeah. I know that. I, I'm at peace with that. <laughs> I made peace with that. <laughs> peace with that. We're Gucci. We're, yeah. we're fine. Yeah, so. yeah. Far. Well, um, just going back to your nanny, um, Eva Rickard, beautiful lady and amazing how it's impacted modern um, society. Like their movements have now changed into even as modern as Iumato. Yeah. People are willing to fight now. And that's the cool thing about it. Originally, you know, there's the fear factor behind authority and everybody else being uninformed. And now it's changed into everybody is trying to be informed. You know, everybody tries, not everyone, but most of our Māori people are willing to fight now. And it's cool to see everybody trying to get educated because, you know, as much as we can talk about it and talk shit, nobody can make the change unless they're at the top. And that's, that's where it happens, you know. If you want to fucking argue, argue till the day dies, go and work your way to being a judge and make a change there. Make a change at the top. And that's what we're actually trying to strive to do and it's cool to see the people have changed. Mm. So yeah, out of it. <laughs> Completely agree with you, bro. Yeah, gone are the days we th- throw stones, bro. Yeah, yeah. Not into throw, stone throw, throwing. You know, it had, it, it had its time yeah, back yeah. when it had its time. Yeah. Um, but now, like you said... If we want to make a change, you gotta be, you gotta be, you know, up top having, uh, you know, not the fry bread, but you need to be having the, you know, the croissants. <laughs> yeah. But no, no, you need a good mixture of the croissants and the fry bread, bro. Yeah, you, you need a good mixture. Yeah, they still got the the fight in them. Anyway, yeah. your mahi, what do you do, bro? So, oh, I well, censor this one. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm currently working um, at the University of Otago, uh, project manager Māori. So I manage um, our academic and our international um, international projects yeah. within the office. So one thing that I, I say in my job, and you know, and especially people who work in Māori development, they'll get it. We're not the office of Pākehā development. We're the office of Māori, Māori development. Right. Everyone thinks we go in there, and Pākehā are pretty bad for it. Um, thinking that we're there to, you know, make sure that they get to a point where they understand te ao Māori, you know. Yeah. And it's like, and what we find in our job is that we spend most of our time making sure that Pākehā are at a place where they can interact and when they can engage with Māori. Um, and the resources that we're spending is, is heavily on that rather than in actually Māori development and developing our people. Some people would debate, oh, well, in order to develop Māori, you need to develop Pākehā. Well, no, that's not that how it works. Because the Pākehā had the well-developed. They, they, they don't need no help. All they needed to do, I mean, all they needed to do is, firstly, we're there to guide, that's what I'm saying, we're there to guide the engagement between Māori and Pākehā, but yeah. we're not there to, you know, to do the work for Pākehā. To en- Māori aren't there to engage with Māori on behalf of Pākehā. Pākehā have to do that 
Yeah. So yeah, that's a lot of the stuff that we 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 get caught up with it out in our type of mahi. Yeah. Um, not just like my job specifically, but across Maori development across oh, Te Ao Maori. Yeah, in that space. So yeah. Well, it's been that you follow that path, cause cause makes such a difference. You know, they need it. Every every little Maori kid. I think it's almost instinctual. It's in us that the system is obviously wrong for us, but we need a change. Like, obviously, these are new systems for Māori people, and there's the Māori people are fighters. That's what it is, and we always want to fight this cause, but learning to adapt and live here, because that's where we are now, mm. no point dwelling in the past, um, is is something we all need help with, and it's mean that you're along that path, bro. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I wanted to touch on the South Island, because cause you're in, is it Otipoti? Otipoti, yeah. Dunedin? Is the real down there good? Like, no. Is it? <coughs> me pono aku koero i nā te rōreka o te reo o kaitahu. Yeah. Uh, katahi. Um, Karua. Um, I nā te huhua o nga mātana reo i tērā takiwa. So there are a lot of, there are a lot of real experts in kaitahu and if, and I mean, if not the most. I mean, if we have a look at uh, iwi reo, you know, revitalization and have a look at every iwi yeah. for that, there's no iwi who have pumped as much resources into te reo revitalization as Naitahu, which is why we're probably seeing, like, uh, in my generation, because they had kotahi mano kaika, you know, a thousand Māori-speaking homes. Um, and I haven't seen, in terms of output of Māori speakers, I haven't seen as many Māori speakers than I have since I've been in the Rohe. Now, I'm talking about kaitahu whānau. Yeah. Um, in terms of real Māori-speaking communities from outside, um, there are some, there are quite a few. I mean, I'm obviously down there and I'm a part of that as well. But <clears throat> there are, to answer your question, yes, there are Māori down there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's not the question. And this is no, 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 no. disrespect yeah, to... Yeah. Um, to Alfano down yeah. to Waipone, down to Waiponami, yeah. but um, like it's a commonly mocked Mock thing, thing. Yeah, yeah. when we're younger, because hey, yeah. we learn. Oh, we watch Matatini, yeah, and the only people we ever see win are from these rohe, you yeah. know, Tainui, right. of Tamaki, and the Waiponami really features. Yeah. They got Waitaha or something yeah. that comes a, eh? yeah, and and it's 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 just so like nobody mm. up here has. Kind of the respect for their, not only their Maori Maori tanga, as in they're trying to revitalize their deal yeah. and they do the biggest job of it, but that they've made probably the biggest business structure yeah. around the EWA. Yeah, I think the cool you've touched on something really cool. I think that um, a lot of the EWA and you know using Matatini and stuff as an example. Yeah. Um, you know, you have a look at the Tuhoi, the Waikato Tain, oh, no, Waikato Tain, Waikato, just Waikato as a whole. Um, you have a look at the Tuhoi Te Aroa, um, even Ngāti Parau, and some of those histories have been around for a while, yeah. you know, and uh, I'm not saying that they weren't lost, but it was a bit more, you know, it was easier. There were a bit more of information to be able to build your, your culture, so, you know, your culture is able to... Tuhoi is a perfect example of how their tikanga and kawa 
has been so consistent over time yeah. that it's been strong. They're, they're real too to do there. Well, that's, but they're yeah. to themselves as well. They're, they're to themselves and like, if, you know, you do you and I'll do me. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what two hoys like. And they're all good with and that. They're and that's, that's kind of yeah. And that's why there's strong culture there and that's why it's been consistent over time. But I mean, um, and I'm just saying that this could be a reason down south is that, that I mean, a lot of the work and a lot of the, uh, what, from my knowledge, a lot of the... Stuff that they're doing now in, in Kaitahu and Naitahu is actually based off old manuscripts. Right. So based and that's where their meta come from, the kid. That that was actually pulled out of manuscripts. Um, so the introduction of that, you know, Kaitahu and, you know, and Kati's whatever you know, Kati whatever iwi it is, yeah. that kit comes from Kōrero from an old manuscripts that was probably found maybe, oh, I don't know how long ago, but quite recently, yeah. and that's been poured into their um, dialect, and as well as tikanga and stuff. So they've come from, it's come from, the base of their tikanga and culture has come from old manuscripts. The revitalization of it has come from old manuscripts. Right. Yeah, so that's why, that's probably why we can see a difference in that, I think. Yeah. yeah. That's buzzy, yeah, I didn't know that. Mm. And even like geography, yeah, ge- geographically yeah. speaking, it's yeah. just so vast. It's so big yeah. for one iwi to, you know, have a, a huge impact everywhere. Yeah, well, half actually, no, I'll take it back. Two thirds of Queenstown. Yeah, you know, what I mean, you know, you yeah, that's yeah, that's why the the mayor there is kind of uh, going. Oh yes, yes, Naitahu, we'll yeah, we'll listen to yeah, because yeah. he's got a bit of cash, he's got a bit of coin, but you got to listen, and that goes back to you know. Man who controls the money controls the old, <laughs> controls the old power. Eh? How yeah. things go, so yeah. But if there's one thing I can say about Naitahu, is that there are no. I mean, I've been to a lot of lot of marae, a lot of hapu, yeah, um, across the country. But no one, I mean, no one does manaki tana better than those fellas. Yeah, three course meals, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Are they going yeah. the entree? Yeah, no, they're going entree. Entree, entree. main dessert hey, ops oh, down oh, there. Bro. Entree, crayfish entree, eh? Oh, stop Cray- it. Seriously, no one does manaki better than those fellas. I was like, oh, stunned. I was just like, I was like, oh, man, too used to the old uh, casseroles and the old, yeah, yeah. old powers. I'm little, too used to the, yeah. um, the pot mints. <laughs> <laughs> or little, even like the little. I mean, you know, they, you know, back up home, they did a little, you know, thing of powers, a little bowls of powers and kinners and yep. oysters, bro. Like nice platters out there, right? Oh, stop it. Platters, silver tray platters, bro. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah, it's pretty much like you're yeah, getting catered for, uh, you know, like a proper event, right? Like, yeah. like and there's no disrespect to any um fano no, that, right, yeah, no. that I've ever <laughs> gone to get <laughs> the mint. <laughs> <laughs> to pots of mints at Marais because nothing, my Marais does that yeah, sometimes. Nothing I'm, wrong with pots of mints. Nah, nothing wrong with it. Feed the people, but if you're getting fed like that, <laughs> I mean, Anki might have to come make a visit sometime soon. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for a lot of um, people, don't realize this, and I, it's not even a heavy topic or anything. But I just want to talk about um, a different dialect and how you spoke on how they use k for yeah. na, hey, yeah, like mocha. You yeah. know, mocha, all those type of stuff. And do they use that that deal quite like frequently? Do they just use it as everyday deal down there? Yeah, you have the you have the odds. 
I don't. So what I've noticed is that there's specific words where they'd use it. Yeah. Whether you know, like mocha is the perfect example, or um, um, mocha. Uh, Do they use ka, it for like just ka 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 fano ka iwi ka hapu? Um, Do they use it instead of nga? Just like yeah, nga iwi, but nga. like I mean, it's a skill to. I think it's a skill to yeah. be able to go in and out and just. Uh, Doing it, um, you know, just off the cuff. Um, and what you do here, what I have heard is someone go, you know, using the dialect and then go switching instead of saying ka saying ya. And I'm just like, hmm, what's the go with this? But I, what I think is that, oh, sh- you know, shit, I forgot to say, I forgot to say. It. So I think a lot of a lot of the speakers tr- try and use the dialect. Yeah. A lot of the speakers that I heard has who have tried and But, yeah, I, I, you know, there's still a lot of, you know, they're still under that, um, they're still in that zone of revitalizing their ill. Yeah. Um, and Scotty Morrison says it perfectly. Before you learn how to, um, you know, use your iwi dialect or your regional dialect, iwi dialect, regional dialect, you should actually stick to the general Māori way of saying it. Um, and then when you have learned te reo, then switch over yeah, to your, then, you. to, yeah, then you switch you. over to your dialect. Which is probably why you know still in the still learning te reo, still using general dialect. Yeah, yeah. Because even up now, some of our region up north. Because I, then I I, I see them because I know a few people from Kaitahu, and he he really uses his dialect. Yeah, and it buzzes me up because everybody else I know from regions where yeah. that happens, they're too to do to it. Like, yeah. and it's natural for them. Like up north, my dad, you won't catch him saying Faripaku. It's yeah. always Haripaku. Yeah, okay? and then even. Tater, like, and a few of my friends from Wanganui, yeah, they got that saying down there, and it's oh, karere kawana te ka ui, oh, te awa mai te ka ui maunga, yeah, te ka ui maunga tātu ki tangaroa, yeah, and I, I just buzz out because it's so easy for them, yeah, and I'm like, bro, did you not, yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. the funniest ones, like, out of everybody in their dialect, and this is no disrespect to my two hui fine, <laughs> but I've got a lot of them, um. They use like no G of down there, so yeah. instead of Monga, they'll use Mona. Yeah, and uh, like I've I've heard a story from even Gal here being because he's now married to Rotoki yeah. Kill, and they use it in there. They transfer it over to the English dialect, oh, <laughs> and he's going, what? "Gee, what do you have to do tonight? Is that us get a box?" And he goes, "Yeah, but what do you drink? Oh no, I just drink long water." <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> I only drink oh, a lot. No, you just get us a box of lawn whites. <laughs> I love it, bro. But yeah, no, no, uh, it's yeah, 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 too hoi mo kai. Here we go. Crack up you say that. My, because um, my nan, because my, my koro's from too hoi. Yeah. But my nan's from, um, she's from Nazi Puro. She's from Fakatoh here in Nazi Puro. And she sits down with, she sits, oh, we used to say it when we were young. We're like, you know, we might have been six. We would have, and well, not that we were trying to say, we're like, Oh Nan, um, we're from uh, oh, where are we going? We're gonna go to like, uh, you know, nah, or nah, something or rather. And she goes, nah, it's not nah, it's nah, nah, nah. And you're like nah, nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> oh, because you guys yeah. spoke. You yeah. guys had the mad two hoi slang when you were little. Because we, because because Murupara, one half of Murupara is two hoi, and then the other half is Tearoa. Right. So you were you were before, always from both Marae. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so our two hoi, yeah, and we were, we grew up around there, so that's the 
that's what we heard. Yeah. So and that's where we spoke. And when we try to say the the nya, yeah. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> Nan used to hate it because she was coasty. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't but, a fan. Eh? <laughs> like, it's so yeah, funny. Little, how, yeah, yeah, it's so funny how those old people had yeah. um, like strict. Nah, babe, you're yeah. from here. You're from <laughs> here. You're not from <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Far yeah, out. So. Yeah, yeah, buzzy, dude. buzzy, bro. Yeah, buzzy. How deep that goes and how far it goes. Anyway, here we go, and we're back. Good grief. <laughs> anyway, G, have you done, oh, like, we are just talking about it, you've, you've done a podcast before, right? Done a couple of podcasts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How's this one treating you? Yeah, and not the best, not the worst. <laughs> Somewhere in between. And, you know, yeah. there's nothing wrong with scraping by. There's plenty of saying, C's get the grease. Yeah. And, you know, if we're eating, we're eating. It we doesn't are, matter if you're eating. Potmans, yep. or if you're eating three course meals, you'll be full. That's it, bro. It's, it's just, yeah, <laughs> but anyway, much, you're yeah. talking about radio live. Yeah, you've got a gig with them. Oh no, so I've done I've done radio live before talking oh, right. about yeah talking about a, uh, exchange, but um, I've got a, a meeting with the New Zealand uh, Embassy in Chile. <laughs> you're yeah. so fucking out of it, bro. <laughs> Yeah, when I'm back in work in two weeks, like yeah, and and the, the, the honestly, Fano, like um, this fella has the most out of it stories, but he somehow <laughs> pulls through, pulls shit out of his ass all the time. Like, listen to this. Yeah, no, I have a meeting with the embassy of fucking Chile. What the hell? So, what is that? What's going to happen there? So, what we're we trying to do, me and my, me and my good um, Fanona Alison Finnegan. She's actually my, she's um, well. My colleague, she's a parkier lady, but she works in she works in the office of Maori development with me. Um, she's awesome lady, yep. you know. No one, no one followed her on Tikana. She's uh, yeah, she's chip off the old block. Yeah, um, she's awesome. So me and her have a hui with the with Ambassador uh, Linda Tipuni in Chile. Yeah, she's our uh, she's our ambassador to Chile. Uh, she's based in the New Zealand embassy. And what we're trying to do is establish a relationship, an exchange relationship. With one of the universities in Chile, yeah, um, in our university, well, our Otago University, um, to try and create an exchange between Maori at the university and, and the Mapuche people. Is Mapuche there? Yeah, so that's the indigenous? Um, indigenous, yeah, indigenous people, right? Um, and yeah, so that, that's interesting, really in- interesting times for the university, um, especially in South America and Latin America. During this time, you know, there's a lot of growing interest for Māori wanting to explore um, um, commercial activities, potential commercial activities in um, in Latin America. So we thought that this is probably a great opportunity for students, for Māori tauira to have a look and see if um, if anything in Latin America or any opportunities in uh, Latin America, um, well, may may influence them to pursue. Uh, a career in, in business uh, in that area. So exciting times. That's cool, G. Yeah. And it's funny because Māori people have a link back to South America, right? They do. In Chile. In Chile. Because there's Rapa Nui, Rapa Nui over yeah. in Easter East Island. Island. And a lot of people don't know this, but Māori and Rapa Nui language is pretty similar. You, we can actually understand. Same language family, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so our journey as Māori people... It's so funny because 
our, our language and stories have dropped off everywhere and you can see a co- correlation in between all of them. But mm. it's funny that you guys have made a way to find find links back to um, places we've been in history, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, speaking on Chile and South America, you've done a quite a bit of travel yourself, hey. Oh. <laughs> and I don't yeah, know yeah. if it was education, travel. Oh, everything's education, ed- travel, bro. <laughs> everything's education, travel. Speak of it on it, bro. So where have you, you've gone and done a lot of stuff over in South America, right? Yep, a few things. Yeah. Um, you went to, went to Brazil, uh, well, went all around. Yeah. yeah. Well, went pretty much everywhere in South America, yeah. <laughs> Would you like me to elaborate on that? <laughs> Why did you go there? Oh, yes, you know. And this is just speaking on travel yeah, and for yeah. kids. Um, um, what what what's the most you learn about about be about yourself yeah. being overseas? Resilience, I think, is. I mean, it's different for every type of uh, every type of country, but I think resilience is a big thing. Another thing is how important is fostering relationships with people um, from different backgrounds. That's probably be. Especially traveling around South America and Europe when you don't know anyone. Yeah. Good to go by yourself um, because it kind of forces you to go out of your comfort zone and make friends. Yeah, you um, got no one to fall back on. No one to fall back on. And the other good thing is that you don't have to, well, if you want to go somewhere, you just go, oh, I'm going. You don't have to go, oh, bro, uh, what's your ready thoughts to move? on? Yeah. Oh, no, I like this place. Oh, but I hate this place, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you can just up and leave and do what you like. Um, and man, our greatest times overseas. Um, Brazil went over there for a, for a, 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 the biggest party in uh, South America, probably maybe even um, Southern Hemisphere called a Carnival. Carnival or Carnival? Carnival, Carnival. 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 <laughs> See, this is this is my Nazi Park here. coming out, yeah, yeah. but a yeah, Carnival. Um, we were just nine days of. Uh, Greatness, <laughs> celebrating greatness. <laughs> I've seen. So, what's the actual celebration? Is it just a festival for uh, fun? No, so it's like it's like Lent. It so yeah, it's a tradition. Lent. Uh, it's, it's, oh, like, right. it's like Lent. Um, yeah. That's so a, that's it's a that's, biblical thing. Eh? Yeah, that's it's a biblical thing. thing. It's got something to do with uh, yeah. So it's biblical, and you're yeah, all yeah. out there with your tits out, <laughs> beings around. <laughs> Going yeah, no, for it. Yeah. So what are you? I thought, like, watching your stories over there, and obviously talking to you about this before, but it looked like it was more of an LGBTQ <laughs> so, uh, It was uh, like uh, one of those celebrations. Yeah. There was rainbows so, everywhere. So, and, yeah, bro. And, and my and, man B-Man was right <laughs> up in there. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, Fano, but he no, was in there. <laughs> no, so, so like, that's the, that's the thing, and it's like, um, it's funny that you mentioned that. So that's why we we all dress like that too. It's because the one thing about South um, South America and Latin American countries is they're actually, um, you know, if you have a look at like you know you have a look at the Americas and New Zealand's, the, you know the, the the countries that have come westernized, uh, westernized countries. Yeah, um, we actually a masculine, masculine men are masculine men. yeah. Uh, Favor masculinity. Yeah, you go to the South American countries, even like even in Italy and stuff. The, the males are quite feminine, like quite heterosexual. But heterosexual. like, yeah, they're just comfortable in their skin. You it know, it seems like sexuality yeah, over sexu- there is quite fluid, bro. Right, here's a story. Go ahead. Okay, go I'll ahead, okay, B-Man. So. Okay, kids. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, it was it was this. Like I mean, you'll just be walking down the street, right? And then depending, like I mean, and if a female sees you. She'll yeah. pull you around and she'll start. She'll start hooking up with you. I, I shit you not. She'll 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 
It's a, it's a it's a one second eye gaze. It's a, they pull and you they in, and if it. you don't, if you look at them and they look at you, yep. it's not if or or but. <laughs> they'll just go. The thing is, if you pull away, then they're like, oh, cop eye. Yeah. Um, but if you don't, it's one second, one second, boom, safe, safe, safe. You're so in it's, there. it's and that's what it was. There's a good nine hours of. Drinking nine and days, yeah, oh. nine, nine hours every day, nine hours nine, every a day. every day. So you'd wake up, oh, but you'd that's uh, a bender of a lifetime, pal. You get up at seven in the morning because they got yeah. You get up there and they've got a block or so it's a street party. So you're there up and there. And the reason why you saw <coughs> that uh, photo with like different clothes on is because that was the um, the chicks party. So like, oh, right. so everyone had to dress up as girls for that. Their first day was the girls party. I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> the second day, my man's just a hidden cross yeah, dresser. Yeah. <laughs> no, the second, no, okay. the, the yeah. second day was the, the the guys' party, so that's like half of us with our rigs out. Yeah, yeah and the girls get this. <laughs> yeah, bro, the girls got their rigs oh, out. Oh, stop it! They're like, okay, yeah, okay. So, that's so mean. I would be about it. <laughs> Obviously, they had you know so the boys painted party. and you know right, yeah, right. They had their rigs painted but and quite stuff. revealing. Yeah, still. but still quite revealing. Yeah. So I mean, like, and that's what it is. It's like guys and girls. Like expressing themselves, I mean. Then after that, it just became themed, you know, themed after that. Yeah. Um, but this was in right in the middle of Rio, just <laughs> off for nine, seven o'clock in the morning till about two o'clock in the afternoon. You have your five hours sleep and you get up at seven o'clock again and you go to about one o'clock and then back up at seven o'clock. So in in nine days, you have about five hours sleep. Oh. But oh, if you you know ask me how we did it. I won't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bit too far? Were there some oh, helping substances yeah, no, no, happening no, 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 there? No, no. No, what I meant was that we were just just a lot of whanau support and moral support yeah. to get to where we needed to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to do what you have to. Yeah, yeah, you got to do a, what you have to. Just a lot of whanau support. Hey, like, like they say, the show goes on. The, show so goes the party on. goes on. However yeah. you're going to make it go on. Is that how you're going to do it? That's sweet. Tell us the craziest thing that happened that week. What was something that just blew your mind? Like you just couldn't believe this was reality anymore. Oh, um, oh, probably not in probably not in in, in Rio. Probably okay. when I was in Colombia. And was, this is Uncle Pablo's. This is land. Uncle Uncle Pablo's. Pablo Escobar. Yeah, to be honest, they will hate him over there, <laughs> and they hate it when we go on. But well, I went on them. Well, before I knew that they hated it, yeah. but they because um, they call it narco tourism, so profiting off na. So you go sightsee or like the middling cartels. Yeah, stuff. are yeah. they still running? Cool. The, the media and it's pronounced Medellin. Oh, Medellin. Medellin. <laughs> my bad. My bad. So I went. I went so, I'm just yeah, guessing. Yeah. yeah. So I went to Medellin and 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 back to your question about the craziest thing. Yeah. I met a bro. Um, and and um, at the there was a um, the bro and this and this and his partner at this corner bar and they were working at this bar and they had like it's like it was like a it was kind of like a um, a dairy right but like they had barbs around it so you could sit like at a corner store yeah it's like a corner store but like and you you just sit <coughs> there and go oh, I want that drink so like they'll give you your beer and you just sit there and drink so it's like a like a can, canteen at school. Yeah, it's like a sc- yeah, it's a school canteen. Yeah, yeah, and they've got but they got chairs around it, like you know, it's a pub kind of, and it's right. weird. And they got bars there, so they partial drink through the bars. And anyway, the like bro- alcohol, yeah, alcohol. Right. So the 
Just off a theory. Yeah, yeah. So it's just off the theory. So, yeah. but that's where a lot of people yeah, congregated to drink. So I went, oh, I better get get you know get with the locals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel get the vibe, eh? get yeah. a vibe. Um, so I thought, oh, okay, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pick up a chick in this uh, in these clubs and and think I need to go to a a reggaeton. Uh, <laughs> What's reggaeton? Reggaeton is how they dance in the clubs there. Oh yeah. So went to reggaeton lesson and went back I to my bet bro. They are groovy. <laughs> they are <laughs> <laughs> And that fits right yeah, in with yeah, your yeah, moves yeah, too. Yeah, like, if I was seeing you cut shapes, I would yeah. describe it as reggaeton. <laughs> yeah, so but you yeah, go into these so reggaeton clubs. Go to these reggaeton clubs, yeah. And um, <coughs> anyway, my my mate that I was with, who was working at the bar, he goes, "Do you want to come and see some real sightseeing in Medellin?" This yeah. was at about a, uh, ten o'clock at night. Okay, so he says some real. Yeah, because he do you want to see. You know what you see on TV, the real, the local, the stuff, local the stuff, proper stuff, the proper stuff. And yep. I said, "Oh yeah, okay, cool." So so I'm so down. so he he got his mate and his girlfriend, and they jumped on his motorbike. I jumped on his mate's motorbike, yep. and you know, no, no, uh, no helmet or anything, just cruising on motorbikes in the yeah. main street of Medellin. Yep. And he goes, "Watch this." About ten minutes later, we end up in the suburb. Dodgy as, uh. and it was the um, it was the only part of Medellin that wasn't occupied by the police because the police know if they go there, that, that it's just not no no go zone for police. They'll be on, they'll be senior for cardio mine. That's how serious <laughs> it is. Wow. They'll be dead. So, but so they have a suburb that police just wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't patrol, and that's that. It was a long drag, and that's where they sell their uh, narcotics yeah. and stuff. Well, we didn't go there. He goes, oh, they want to just go here to to go for a look. And I said, yeah, mean, like, can we drive through the main street and have so a... So no part of you not, freaked out? Yeah, well, I was kind of scared at the time, but they didn't... We get to the... Because it's guarded, obviously, with people with, with semi-automatics. Wow. Then they stop us, and they're like... They're talking to him in Spanish, and they're like... And they looked at me, and they're like, no, 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 no. He's a... Gringo. Uh, gringo, gringo. And I was like, yeah, no hablo espanol, gringo. And they're like, <laughs> and, they, and then they like, they, they crack up and they're like, ah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they they let you go because they know, but we just went through this and just street covered in guns. <sighs> and that was probably the freakiest thing, but it was the, like, I mean, something that you see on movies. Yeah. Actually real. Yeah. And you just like fire. And I didn't, Obviously, I did not pull my phone out. I just, you don't yeah. need to take photos of that. You just need to. Yeah, yeah. It's just, just for close the. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and yeah, and just yeah. take it. But that was probably the most freakiest, but coolest type yeah. of experience I had when I was over there. And going to Pablo Escobar's uh, prison, the prison he built he for built, himself. I see that. Oh, that is, that is mad, bro. I couldn't imagine just looking around. And I bet it's, <laughs> I could just, I'm just picturing the movie scene. Oh, bro. And there's those Mexican, oh not Mexican, sorry, that Colombian styled house, that Mediterranean styled. Oh, bro, it's it's beautiful, bro. Like you know, I could see. Oh man, were they slums? Was it kind of run down now? Completely run yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's but you could you could see how it like how you, it's former glory, bro. How it like yeah, would be. yeah. And like he had his like these huge sniper towers just all over the place. Yeah. Sniper towers. Oh, that's yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, it's like literally those things you see out in the, out of the movies is actually legit. They've actually kind of cracked it. Oh, yeah, yeah, like that shit happens. That shit happens. So, yeah, just happy to live. Oh, it's, mate, little yes. old old yeah, little old Teodoro, bro. <laughs> Don't mind, no. Yeah, and it wasn't that long ago, bro. That like those places, like the Supreme Court in in Colombia, was only bombed. I don't know, like. 
30 years ago. Right. This is this huge court that they overtook by Pablo Escobar and they just went in and boom, just blew up the Supreme Court and all the judges inside it. And that's why he ended up making his own prison because he had to pay for, you know, pay yeah. for what he'd done. And he said, oh, well, I'll pay for it if I get to build my own <laughs> prison and live in it. Ah, uh, power. Power, bro. So, yeah. Powerful man. Yeah. With a powerful legacy, obviously. But they don't even glorify him. They hate him, bro. They hate him with a passion. Like, there's really? people, the people who have, like... Because he was known for being a man of the people, eh? Oh, I see. You get your different views, bro. So, you've okay. got people, like, in, like, the slums. Yeah, oh, the slums. Put it in front of you. Like that, so you stop losing it. So, yep. the slums. you got yep. people who live in the slums who are, yeah, pretty... They love him because he was the one who pretty much kept giving them money. Yeah. Then you've got your middle class and your rich that absolutely hated him. Right. Because, you know, they were just bombing buildings in the middle of the CBD. And and I bet he took away a lot of the economy for himself at the time. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, but a lot of his a lot of his riches were actually coming offshore. So, like, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the money that I was getting was actually not Colombian-generated money. He wasn't providing jobs for Colombians. Oh, well, he was, but in right. narco-terrorism. Right. Yeah, narco-trafficking, but... Mm. Yeah, that's that's Colombia, bro. Beautiful place, though. Yeah, definitely should go if you guys, oh. if anyone gets a time to go, bro. The beaches there are unreal. People there, Beautiful. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you? And I, and I tell you what, there's okay. a few aunties out there that need some uncles, breathers. Yeah, they do, and they and they, yeah, I've got, I still got a good, I still got good Colombian mates that I keep in touch with. That I met over there. That's the coolest thing about. That's travel, the coolest bro. thing about travel, bro. And you get to have relationships all over the world, and whenever you're back or whenever they're here, yeah, you get that, to link up again. That's it, bro. It's relate. Like I said, the second thing is relationships. Yep. The relationships you build. Yeah. <laughs> out of it. So out of it. Um. So you've never. Hey, you've never really been the relationship type of dude, like you said. <laughs> you, Stop it, bro. Like you said, <laughs> just because, it, it, like, your first thing was go by yourself. Yeah. Because that's the type of way you roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it about relationships that freak you out oh. so much, bro? Commitment. <laughs> <laughs> is it commitment or is it control? Oh, yes. Like, no, it's not. Com- yes, you're right. It's control. Control because, oh, you know, you want to be able to get up and do your own thing. Yeah. And... I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you got to find someone that wants to do the same things as you. Yeah. Otherwise, or are interested in the same things as you. Or even then, that's a bit of a long stretch. But, <laughs> but like, until then, like, you know I mean, until you have your fun and go away and do your stuff and right. do what you need to do for yourself, then you could come back and compromise later. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, there's no need for compromise. There. There? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no need for compromise too early, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, bro. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll stop us and we'll go into a different segment. New segment. New segment alert. Buzzy topics. So, obviously, we're through it now. COVID struck the world and affected everyone in some <laughs> way or another. Um, have you have you bought into any conspiracies? Like... Or is COVID itself the conspiracy? Oh, good grief. What a question, <laughs> eh? Hmm. Let me scratch the martinger for a bit. Oh, 5G <laughs> fellas can fuck <laughs> yeah. off out of this yeah, podcast. Bro, 
Anyone who talks about 5G and towers, bro, just deserves a big box kick to the head, eh? <laughs> Number one, and that's one. That, yeah. 5G and towers, you guys, yep, yeah. What, you know, if you guys, yes, if you guys want, give Tahu a buzz and then Tahu will give me, and I'll give you a whole reason why, you know, 5G and your whole tower conspiracy is a whole lot of shit. Why? go, <laughs> just the main reason. I mean, like, look, if if there's one way to control people, you know, it's not through some tower that kind of sends signals out to people that controls you by, you know, mate, there's one, po- there's only one, one way to control people, bro, power and money. I, I thought you were going Power, with a money, different P-word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. If you're in a relationship, there's another one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you're in a relationship, yeah, then the other P-words, the yeah, old, yeah. yes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, Jay, because I've, I've come up with my own theory now. Oh, here we go. Enlighten me. Yeah, this is a bit, <laughs> this, is, this is really far-fetched, and I don't actually believe this, but I'm going to go ahead and tell it like I do. Imagine, like... If they're, because I, I somehow, there's something in me that just thinks there's some secret society running the world. I don't know if it's that alarm Illuminati shit. Mm. But I think there's a table of the most powerful people in the world that they can control markets, money, people through economies. And I was contemplating with myself driving around the other day that what if they all were sitting around having a yarn and they were like, should we see who could make up the most bullshit to convince everyone? <laughs> like, who could convince somebody with the dumbest thing? And then they were like, bro, I bet you I could convince the whole world that I, there was this there was this virus inside a bat. <laughs> inside a bat oh, okay. that could get from one person to the next, to the next, to the next. And I bet you I'm going to shut down the world for four weeks at a time. Do you reckon yeah. that that's even possible? Like, because I reckon, or maybe they used it as a source to, we we need everybody inside so we can do something on the outside. Like, what four weeks in your house, that was fucking out of it. There had to be something else going on, bro. Because <laughs> do you know anybody with COVID? I know someone who got COVID. Do you? Yep. Are you sure? Yep. Did you see them? Yep. And were they fucked? They were worn out. They were they run down. Cool, like everyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's just me on everyday a, symptom. That's, yeah. that's me by Friday. Yeah, so cool. So I must have COVID too yeah, then. Yeah. But no, I, think, I think that she was presenting with with a lot of the symptoms, and then she went and got tested. COVID, yeah, and she, and got, and she got. She was actually a part of the um the bluff um. You know the bluff. Uh, what do they call it? The, yeah. You Whatever know, that happened down there, the circle or yeah, and did she die? No, she's very much alive <laughs> and very much well. Uh, well, yeah, possibly. <laughs> there's a there's a high chance that she's possibly well. Yeah, <laughs> so that's if we were to look at percentages, yeah. <laughs> potentially so about a seventy that's something. What I mean, like they got half sick. I literally don't know anybody who's died. Like I don't know any Fano any. Buddy with any story about it? I think I think if we branch out past New Zealand though, and we have a look at the likes of Spain, and we have a look at the likes of um, uh, Spain and well, Italy's the perfect example of how you know. I think you look at it; and it's a different strand of COVID. There's been different strands of COVID. 
So not as it's for some reason it's the strand seems to be more sh- more stronger in those countries and in, the, in those European countries. Uh, it could be. Well, yep. see, I'm no epidemiologist or <laughs> public health physician, so <laughs> I can only yeah. offer my opinion, not my yeah. <laughs> not but my. <laughs> are those also just numbers made up? Wow. Well, yes. Like, because because if somebody dies with COVID, like. How is it properly recorded? Or how can you say COVID was the cause when maybe they were always going to be that sick and always off on their way Well, that's a good point you make. Like, I mean, if you have a look at at those who have got contracted COVID in New Zealand, they've been, a lot of them have been the elderly and a lot of them, actually, most of them have been in rest homes. So, you know, they already had weak immune systems and I'm not saying that that's the, that, that's the reason why they died, but that could have played a huge reason on how COVID was might might have been the last straw, you know? Yeah. The last like pneumonia, bro. Pneumonia is a big one. There, it's uh, pretty much just experience. another strand of pneumonia, isn't it? Then again, I'm not going to comment on that. On <laughs> 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 something that I have no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the uh, yeah, I couldn't tell you. Bro, <laughs> and that just made me think. Like, I know nobody with COVID. These motherfuckers had something happening, bro. Oh yeah, the, yeah. You know that's that that uh that that quarter was far beyond my uh <laughs> beyond your pay grade. <laughs> if they get, get the get get Ashley Bloomfield here to pay me a bit more, and I'll comment a bit oh, more on uh. I love Ashley Bloomfield. Did you see that thing that happened? Yeah, poor bugger, eh? Yeah, what's his name? The fellow they got David sacked. Clark, bro. He's from down. He's from down our end, down Dunedin, North Dunedin MP. Well, <sighs> not for very long, but you know, bro, he's down those days. Yeah, he got um, sacked. Day, he got sacked. He got relieved of his ministerial portfolio. <laughs> he got but relieved. Did you see how he had to leave? He like said to them he, in an interview, "He's a distraction. He's a distraction." Bro, he yeah. had to go in front of New Zealand and tell everybody uh, he's a distraction, distraction to, to Parliament. He's a distraction to, to the, the COVID year COVID nineteen response. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, take that, you fucking prick! Honestly, you narky cunt, you snitch, <laughs> you six nine motherfucker in front of your bro. But, uh, <laughs> His bro yeah, was standing yeah, yeah. in the back, and I felt so heartbroken for the cousin. I actually sold him down the river, eh? Yeah. <laughs> sold him down the river, bro. <laughs> Imagine yeah, that, bro. Right. You're on fucking live TV. You're standing behind your bro. You think he's about to make an announcement, yeah. and he just brings your name through the fucking yeah. mud. Ah, uh, yep. The um the director general has admitted that is his fault and um and his ministry's fault, and um he's yet prepared to live with the consequences. How about <laughs> how about how about, well, how about you just take some responsibility for your? Ah, uh, nope. The director general has already taken responsibility. That's a fucking now. Yeah. Did you see um like? When that immediately happened, the immediate response was from Jacinda. Oh no, those two have a really good working relationship. Blah blah blah. There's no problem. Fuck, not after that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I can imagine like her being saying that, and then deep down, yeah, being like, you, you wait till I get back <laughs> in that fucking room, David. <laughs> I'm you about to rip you bro. a new asshole. You're out of here, cunt, bro. And it's so funny because I think. Oh, let's speak about Jacinda a little bit. Beautiful lady. Yeah. That's done a lot. Had a hard run. She's had a fucking tough run you in know, New Zealand, bro. Yeah. You know the reason why, though, eh? Why? Because she's got a, a bunch of useless, incompetent, 
ministers supporting you. Like, they wouldn't know how to run a bloody party in a brewery, bro. Like, they are fucking useless. <laughs> party in a brewery? Yeah, they wouldn't know how to run a party in a brewery. Go, <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> The only that is so good. Hey, hey, straight up. <laughs> Go, hey, sorry. The only competent minister she has in there is Nanaya Mahuta. Oh, I need to be. I love Martin Nanaya. Bro, to be a hundred, to, to be honest, Nanaya Mahuta and Penny Hinari, bro. <laughs> Go I, the Maldives. Seriously, bro. If you, I could, we could pull they them do their apart. job. Hey, yeah, they, they do their job. I mean, you could, you could take them. You know. Phil Twyford, stitch up with Housing New Zealand, so much for 100,000 homes, you know, uh, Megan Wood, oh, how many people have, ex, uh, you know, escaped their premises, yeah. um, you know, you have a look at um, uh, Jenny um, Salesa, oh, MSD's a shambles, <laughs> you know. It is though, they're struggling, at, they're struggling as a party. Yeah. But they're so lucky for their leadership. David bro. Parker, useless environment minister. You know, just oh, just we the list goes going. on. Hey, I actually got to be careful, eh? Hey, you know, looking for a job in the public sector, <laughs> working in the public sector, bringing all the ministers. Hey. <laughs> no, go for them, bro. Yeah, go yeah, for yeah, them, but, but um, because you're, I guess you're a nationalist in the way. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> no, no, I'm a huge. I'm a huge. I'm a. I'm a multi-party supporter. Oh, they're gone. <laughs> I'm a, I'm they're a, long okay, gone. Okay, hold up. No, no. I don't support a party, so I take that back. I don't support a party. Yeah. I support people. people. Yeah. So I don't. I I like the multi-party's ideas, but if I was to be honest, if the way the way that I would vote, it would always traditionally be Labour or Greens. I've always voted that way. Yeah. Um, but in terms of people that I like in the multi-party, I like Debbie Nyarewa Packer. She's yeah. awesome. Um, and I also like. Um, I like what John Tamahiri stands for. Yeah. I don't like the way he goes about it, though. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, there's that. I, I like think this election coming, because we've got an election this, what, next October. couple of months? Yeah, September. Yeah. New government, possibly, or not. Or same government. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think Jacinda, as long as she wants to be Prime Minister, will be Prime Minister. I think she's got one more term. Nah, bro. She's power to the people, and she's young. She's so yeah. young. Like... People are in love oh, with yeah. her. Not, not, and because you've got to think, um, not everybody's educated. Yeah. Everybody over 18, more than half of them aren't educated and don't actually delve into the politics. But yeah. they actually still go out and vote. Yeah. And they see all this other stuff she does. Like, all the PR type of It's that yeah, stuff, bro. And, yeah. she's, and not only has she had a hard run in government, but she's had a hard run as a person with the people, or with, like New she Zealand. understands, she understands she people's had problems. Yeah, Ihumato, Yeah, she had the tragedy down in Christchurch, and through all of those, she had Fakatani as well. She, she had, had yeah, yeah, she had the long volcano. Yeah, she got COVID. Yeah, White Island, and then fucking COVID. That's what I was getting around to. Like she's had four fucking and three years. Yeah, four proper catastrophes like proper fucking. Yeah, you couldn't get any worse. Maybe chuck a chuck a global. GFC's on the way. There's going to be another global financial crisis. So, yeah. you know, and, and you know. And she poses herself so, poises herself so yeah. well through it all. Eh? And that's why she, I think she'll win. It's, it's because of the uneducated. Yeah. It's because of people who don't dive into politics. It's her as a person. But in saying that as well, what we need to look at too is that the uneducated, oh, I don't like using that word, um, uninformed, ill-informed, uh, yeah, ill-informed, yeah, ill-informed, ill-informed, yeah. ill-informed 
people who don't do what, uh, delve into politics, um, they are normally the ones who don't vote. Yeah. You know? So you got to take that into consideration too. But I get what you mean when you say those who don't really know about politics, they're still voting. Like people still voting, they don't know about politics, but they're still voting that way. I get what you mean. Yeah. And that's um. They just don't do any research. They just see what they see on TV and go, boom, that's what I'm voting for. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how important PR is. Yeah. And that's <sighs> why old mate fucking National lost the plot there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's why old mate got kicked to the fucking curb. Simon just, Bridges. Uh, yeah, because, I, like, people just uh, don't like him. Like him. Nah. He's hard to like. And that's what you need to find in, I, in yeah. a leader. It's not only their morals and values, but a likeable looking person, <laughs> You don't resonate well with the community, bro. Yeah. And I don't think he resonated. I don't think him as a leader resonated well. I mean, in total, I know I've seen him. I'm not a national. I I do not like national. Yeah. I don't like their policies. Yeah. Um, but I've seen him in total, and I've seen him with people, and he resonates well with his community. But in terms of New Zealand as a whole, he just couldn't. And and to be honest, I think part of it's not really his fault. Like it's you either resonate with people, people, or you, or you don't, don't bro. Yeah. Like I mean. I think that they Nikki K should have been there. I mean, if they really wanted an like, if they really not wanted, pull a bit, no, nah, not pull a bit. <laughs> no. I actually think I actually think Nikki K. Um, sheep versus shepherds, you know. Yep. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. Sheep, sheep versus, versus shepherds. shepherds. Yeah. People who are followers or people who the are leaders. leaders. Do you think that people are born that way? You know. Uh, Sheep or leaders? Do I think that? Yep, yep. I think, yeah, you... No, I don't think you're born that way. No, I don't. I don't. I think you've... you've I think your environment shapes that. I think who you surround yourself with shapes that. And there's nothing wrong with being a... a informed follower. That's what I like to say. An yeah. informed follower. Okay. There is, That's a cool yeah. way to look at it. There's nothing wrong with being an informed follower. Yeah. Yeah, um, but in terms of leadership, I think it's a lot of it's to do with the thing is like I mean, and this is a bit of a touchy subject because you know we see a lot of Ranatahi now who are all out, and these I've got nothing against Ranatahi out there with their pitchforks and fighting the good fight because that's what we need. We need Ranatahi out there fighting the good fight, but some Ranatahi out there fighting the good fight and they don't know what they're fighting for or they don't know what they're fighting against. Yeah, um, so you got people wanting to be leaders doing that stuff mm. and you see you, you, you see the, the difference between those type of people in a, in a in a real in a true leader is that you you watch a true leader and they're not the ones necessarily with the pitchforks yeah and i know that sounds real thing they're the ones at the back working blah 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 and that's not what i mean i mean they're the ones there making informed decisions and doing work quietly in the background mm. they're the ones who I think are the leaders, the ones in the background doing things quietly, not the ones spilling the, I don't want to get real into the spilling spuds business, but they're the ones in the background doing things quietly and getting things done, pushing things. Actually getting results. Actually getting results. I mean, the, the ones that are parading up front going, you know, power to the people yeah. um, are the ones that are just, just throwing stones and not making real change. And I think what we're seeing is we're seeing, a, the cool thing is we're seeing a lot of Rangatahi coming out doing that type of stuff. But sometimes those people, those rangatahi, uh, well, I don't know if I could come up with a better word, but a bit ill-informed around what they're actually fighting for and 
they're actually just going off the bat or something, then you could just say, okay, are they a leader or are they a follower? Yeah. You go back to so, that. Yeah, you it know, changes you, yeah. from, I use the renegades, eh? Yeah, yeah, pretty I much. I use really the renegades. And, this is, and no... No thing to anyone who's no <laughs> yeah, no, to people who want to fight their own yeah, fight. That's up to you. Yeah, but just be informed. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's that's it. Um, so a lot of the thing is a lot of info, uh, informed, and and especially with Ehumatau, people not knowing the thing. And I I wrote up a post. It got quite a, actually got a big following. It was yeah. a post. You know, everyone was going. You know, power to Ehumatau, 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 and us, mm. and everyone having their five cents about Ehumatau. And I wrote this post, and it got quite a lot of um, yeah feedback. And I got a lot of private messages going. Oh yeah, I wanted to say that, but I didn't want to. You know, yeah. and I said, well, yeah, that's the difference between you. I mean, like the, you know, you need to be able to make an informed decision based on the information you're being you know. given. Yep. Don't make a decision and don't say anything if you if you're one you don't know anything about it. Yeah. Or if you're not confident about pushing your view forward, because yeah. if you're not confident about pushing your view forward, then you don't really know. Yeah, because you haven't put more thoughts. If into you're going to argue against something, be ready to have something to back it up. Yeah, like if you're going to throw out, because it even went as far to bro. There was a picture of my papa with a target around him, red target, going trending on social media on Facebook. Really, it got that far. It got that personal for me. Because then I changed and I was like, bro, try something. <laughs> like, it, it changed to, like, personal from my own views. And if you're going to do that type of shit, and if I ask you, hey, well, then explain the settlement to me. Yeah. Know the settlement. Know every fucking thing Thank that I'm about it. to ask, yes. bro. Because if you're not ready like that. You're get a black eye <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> straight at you. Yeah. Then yeah. you're just hating. Like, yeah. it's just, you're just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. It's, it's like, a, to, to be honest, and I'm, you know, it's, it's like a renter crowd, bro. That's yeah. what it is. Like, it, it turns into a renter crowd. Um, like, yeah. The thing that I said about Ihumata was no one knows what the agreements that were happening at the council table during that time. They were, right. you know, they were given the opportunity to Komatua come. Komatua did yeah, sign that. Yeah, Komatua did sign that. They did have the opportunity to come to the table to have a quarter or about it, and yeah. they didn't. Um, and then when it came too late, then everyone wants to come and jump in and say, oh, hold up, hold up, we That's weren't right. consulted. And we've, and I mean, and we've got this problem too, as there's Iwi Māori and, and you know, Iwi Māori hapu, is that we have syndrome. We have this, you did not consult me syndrome. Yeah. And it's, and it's, and it's bad. It's, and it's, if you want to be the person who's consulted, like the rangatira that were, the kaumatua that were. Go to those hui that go are brought on. Go to the hui, bro. Go to the go hui. To the hui. <laughs> go, go to the hui, bro. And it's go to the hui, and then you will have a five yeah, cents. You, you, you will have, have five cents. Or if you want to go against it, why did you guys ever let that person make the deal for you in the first place? Because if you're so, so far against it and you want to be consulted and you want to be a part of it, you would never have voted that person to be that chair. To, to that, yeah, to be that leader. Yeah. Um, so that, and that's what I said about Ehumata. I said, what you got, you guys don't even know what went on in the background. I'm, I'm lucky that I knew someone that was sitting at the table who said, oh, well, came to the table and those mana whenua that were in the rohe within that barrier said nothing. The yeah. other thing I'd like to draw they them took on, the money. they took the money. The other thing that I was, well, I mean, it might have not have been, it's not, no, because government only has the ability to give back crown-owned land. Yeah. But, you know, what you could do is, you know, mark areas of significance. So within the settlements, so go, okay, we can't get Ihumato back, Waikato Tainu, because, you know, their boundary stretches all the way out to South Auckland. Yeah. 
My biggest question was, I could be wrong here, my biggest question was, okay, why didn't Waikato Tainui add Ihumato as a place of significance in their settlement? You know? Originally. Originally. Yeah. Even though it is not, it's private land, but I mean, like, we've got a lot of private land around here that we say that, oh, it's a place of significance. You yeah. Know? Right. Like, if it's, and that's, I don't know if it was Potato's Fari or Tafia's, oh, Potato's Fari was right there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. If it really was important. If it was really important, if it was you really, it this, if it had this great cultural significance, yeah. why didn't we write it down in our settlement? Or why didn't we say, okay, hey, I know the Crown can only buy back Crown land. Which is something even people don't know. No, yeah, which is people that don't know. People don't know that the Crown can only <laughs> buy, buy Crown, Crown land. land. Yeah. We're like, why didn't you get that land down there? That's where, because you can't buy right. private land. Yeah. And the thing is, the government, at the end of the day, if they go, if anything's going to happen at Ihumato, the only option is is for the for the government to buy the land, yeah. or the government to give Fletcher's contracts, yeah. other contracts, for the land. So you go, okay, you'll get government contracts for the next fifty years if yeah. you give Ihumato back to us, and we'll yeah. put it in. It'll become public land, um, or well. The government buys it, but the that could be the worst thing the government does is buy back that land because they have to do it for everyone. Sets a precedent for yeah. to go and do other, do the same thing and all other which they definitely will won't. have to, and it will be a uproar. So that's not happening. So I think yeah, that's the only way. I think what what government officials are doing at the moment is looking at every little possible solution, yeah, a, a solution option, um, to see how they could get that land back without having to pay for it. Yeah, that's it. And that's why it's taken so long, and that's why no one's heard anything about it. This is going to be a stab because I can't say this. Um, I can't say this neutrally, but I think as a Maori person, we are our own enemy. Like, we, in what sense? It goes even back to our language and society today. How people who uh, struggle to um, speak are scared to go learn to speak yep. because there's other people who can already speak and we yep. talk down on them. Like we laugh that's at what people I say, at the pie who have average speeches. It's yeah. things like that. That's what I say. I say, I don't know how to Māori. I don't know how many resources out there for you to learn Māori. Yeah. But it is, it is, it is just a personal thing to them. They feel like they're unworthy of being Māori or anything because these other Māori... Because it's not other Pākehā saying, hey, your language is average, you're pronouncing yeah. this wrong. Bro, and get, what, like, I mean, that's what I think all the time, bro. It's like, when do you ever go over to, like, uh, um, to, like, the UK and they're like, oh, that English is weird. <laughs> you speak weird English, like, yeah. you know. If anything, it's, like, uh, around the accent, but, like, it's yeah. never around, oh, that's not flash English. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. You get what I mean? Yeah. And that's where, like, we're making our, pe- our own people feel uncomfortable. And, bro, even, like, people saying, oh, I'm half Māori, like, I'm one-eighth Māori. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> be, no one no one feels comfortable claiming it because they think if you claim it, oh, you have to be an expert in this, this, exactly, this, Exactly, and bro. And, that's, and you know why they think you have to be an expert is because other experts are saying you, you have, have to, to be, be an expert. expert. Yeah. yeah. And, bro, if you're Māori, you're Māori, okay? Yeah. Don't feel... Any kind of fuckama to go learn the deal. Don't feel like you have to be shy to express your Māori tanga even if you don't have the deal. And we are the only people telling ourselves 
Yeah, and and what what you find is because I've seen it quite a lot is what you find a lot of um, not resentment but like a lot of Maori who are trying to find themselves as Maori, um, when they have gone off that feeling shy and embarrassed yeah. about not knowing stuff, they go into that type of resentment. They be like, "Oh, bloody Maoris, bloody!" They turn quickly to that, yeah, instead of going, "Oh, okay, I don't know, I I know I don't know, I want yeah. I need to go in and try and know." They quickly turn to, oh, yeah, bloody Maoris. Oh, man, bloody. Like I had, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard people do that. It's do influenced, that before, bro. Yeah. It's easily influenced. So you could, it. yeah. So you could either be on two sides of the fence. You could be either supportive. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like, bro, you could just fucking be Maori without having to explain to anybody who you are. Pet peevers, though, yeah. are those who don't know, thinking they know, when they should just... Like and like, it's all right if you don't know. Do you always just ask and say, "Okay, I don't know." Yeah, ask, and then the people that that should be nice enough to help do that. Oh, okay, so this is the reason why. Yeah, but then you have people that don't know, who are know it all, <laughs> and you're like, "Gee, you don't have one <laughs> clue. You don't have a <laughs> single you, clue." And then that comes back to like after that, and that's where the problem is. Yeah. Is with that exact thinking, because if they're doing that, and I'll be like, sweet then. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like, we'll, we'll switch back to, well, we'll use our language against ourselves. If you can't tell me a Māori, then don't fucking be <laughs> preaching Māori to me. Like, yeah. that's how easily yeah. influenced we are by, oh, just by ourselves. Yeah. And that's the problem. But then there's the noodles. I think I think yeah, it's like that's a, a hard little. Thing. I think that people that are do yeah, who do try and express themselves in, in, in Maori and it's like it's awesome. And what what you needed, what we need to do is be able to go. Okay, we know this is a bit sometimes out the gate, but we need to just <laughs> go up there and just support. Yeah, and at help. least he's trying. Yeah, at least he's trying. That's that's it, right. And, that's and effort. I think what people don't think they people go. Oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> Instead of going, okay, they've got the they've got the base. Knowledge of it now, we just go in there and support. That's right, and so, that's yeah. where Maori don't have to, you know, be like that to one another. All we have to do is yeah. be supportive. Be supportive, yeah. I think it's just yeah. hard sometimes, like we know through the know it alls. For the know it alls, yeah, yeah. And then there's the yeah, there's there's a spectrum, bro. I like to look at it as a spectrum. Right. You've got the know it alls, <laughs> yeah. The ones who think that God's gift to earth, they know every. Uh, a whaikoiro or para bloody thing to date all the way. That isn't good on you. Every niri. Every niri. Every niri. Every moteatea. Yeah. Just to date, bro, all the way out here. Then you've got your normal conversational speakers over here. Mm. And then you've got, yeah, there's a spectrum, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good on the ones that are at, at that end. Yeah. But don't forget, and a lot of them have been doing some good mahi, I've, I've seen on yeah. all social media. A lot of them have been doing a good, good, Good mahi around um, um, inclusive te reo, um, te reo Māori and tikanga Māori stuff like Mataia, Mataia Kepa. Yeah, he's he done mean. some he's done some awesome podcasts on on that stuff. You, although he's a Mataia all the way down over here, Proper. he's he's good. He's you know he's those those were awesome. And, and and you know even for someone even for like people that actually know quite a bit, yeah, it's like a new stuff. It was like, far. I've never heard that called it all before. Yeah. Man, I've never heard it told like that before. Yeah. So like a lot of his stuff was awesome, and a lot of the stuff that um, Uncle Che was doing, Che Wilson, Prawni Gloin with um, Rani Matamu and um, Pania Papa, even that stuff, 
Like yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff and and the audience that we attracted to it, you know, was it was came across the, you know, all walks of of the of the of um exploring the Te Ao Māori. Yeah. So yeah, that's a cool thing. We saw the, during lockdown. The hard thing about it, and it's not a thing anymore because Panikiritanga got taken away. Yeah. They lost the funding or something. Um, <coughs> it's it's trying to find the balance between because they're all. The, 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 the meanest thing about it was they were trying to revitalise it and finding the two true ways and they find all this. But it's a bit advanced. Yeah. And the only way to advance, like, they find all this advanced deal and they're above everybody. Like, you know, those fellas are way more matato than anybody yeah. with their deal. And when they get up and do five quarter it's beautiful and gorgeous. All the, They can know all the karakias in the world. But it's hard to translate down the line. Like down yeah. that spectrum, yeah. because people that will ever get there in their life mm. to that matanga status will only be people who have the conversational. Yeah, like it'll only be me or you. Yeah, you know, people who grew up in Kurukopapa. Yeah, and speaking real at home, that's the only people who could learn even that far. Yeah, learn further. But then there's the majority who don't speak real anymore. Mm. There's this majority. Of people that don't speak real, and we're focused on all this advanced real and stuff, but the basics are easily, easily missed, and even harder for them now because the real's changing. Yeah, the real's because modern real it isn't what it was back then. Obviously, you know w- the way we speak probably wouldn't even be understandable to our tipuna. Yeah, they're trying to track back that, and that's the cool thing. I don't take um, anything away from that, but then it makes it hard for today's. Conversational speakers to ever, oh, yeah. for today's nobody's no no deal. Yeah, speakers to ever to get into conversational. Yeah, it's hard to grasp. Yeah, that's why it was a kind of backwards mm. way of learning or backwards way of researching because it was a more of a rangaho thing, eh? So t- t- probably the first thing, Te Panikiretana was set up as a well, it was there was two reasons from from my understanding. One, and the translation one, is excellence for yeah, anybody that's wondering. Institute, uh, the Institute of Māori Excellence. Yeah. Um. So the first thing was for Māori language revitalization. So it was, it was the goal for them to go back to, you know, to learn all this knowledge, and then eventually go back to where they're from and teach that knowledge to, well, you know, to the to the community. So to their rohe. So but all they're teaching it to is what I was saying. The conversationalists. Yeah. So, but yeah. So all they were teaching that to, like a. No one was going back to the marais and teaching them because look, the majority of us all live in cities. Like, let's all yeah. be honest. No one was going back to their marais, and um, it wasn't in terms of if that was the objective. It wasn't quite effective. The second reason was that um, it was to as for those who got to a certain level of their te reo, uh, of the te reo Māori, or te, te ao Māori, not yeah. just te reo Māori, te, te ao Māori. Māori yeah. It was when they got to a particular level, um, there was nowhere else for them to go and nothing else for them to learn. Right. And so it was to support that group of of people to move from you know they were already over here at a high um, proficiency of Te Reo Māori and uh, Nga Māori Te Kana Māori. It's for them to go from here to another level. Yeah, right. So they were, those were the two reasons. Um, and I mean, the thing about like Te Panikiretana, like the words, the the what they learn in, in that in that um, in that wānanga, um, the words and stuff that they learn, yeah. and 
pēnā ka tiroko i ki ngā tūmomo tūhinga katoa. Te katoa e rā tūhinga, um, kei roto i ngā tūhinga o te inaina hoki. So a lot of the, what the work that is seen back then, or that is used now, is actually not not new words, but words that we've incorporated that used to be in old kōrero, right. newspapers, right. and all different type of stuff. So it was more like, okay, bringing them, frequently using new new words. This is in terms of uh, the te side of yeah. the panakitana. But they're from Te Aotafito. But they're from Te Aotafito, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're all, yeah. They were from Te Aotafito. And the thing that I think you touched on that I agree with is, yes, language does change. Yeah. So, like, I mean, you know, this, you know, when you the biggest problem here we have is e and key. People say the wrong e here, wrong key here. You know, yeah. key is for at, uh, we, <laughs> yeah. and e is for in and on. Yeah. Like, um, and we, and growing up in Kohanareo and Kurakaupapa, you know, we used to go, um, um, what's the common one? Um, uh, Oh. Katai au enukoa or something like that, like he yeah. enumaku or yeah. well tēnā koa he enumaku. Um, yeah, uh, because the language has changed. changed. Or like, like, like en- we're trying to bring English grammar into it because we, that's how we understand, understand it. And normal conversation, not normal conversation. That's right. exactly right. And then, but like, what you think? You think to yourself, and you go, okay, yeah, wrong. But is this a part of like the Renee, like another part of Renee's. the language? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the like. Is this where it's developing to? So maybe we learn it that way. Or, yeah, or can we incorporate it into how we're doing it? I mean, like, see, I'm no linguist. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but I mean, it just makes sense. You know, you look at you look at English, like, what are you doing? You know, instead of what, like, or what you're doing, or, or you know, I'm, or, I don't know, we, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go now. Yeah. Instead of I'm going to go now, you know. Yeah. It's, it slowly incorporates itself into the English language, and that's how we commonly speak, and, you know what, okay, grammatically wrong, but, you know, we still use it in everyday conversation, and the point of conversation is to communicate with people. Right. So, we, you know, we go back to that point of conversation is to communicate with people. And right. if it's doing that, then, but I also, uh, you know, acknowledge that, you know, sometimes we have to, there's the essence of the language that we need to preserve. So, yeah, that's a that's a big debate, bro. That's a big one. And a yeah, that's right. But, yeah, I think... We just need to be clear on the goal, which for me would be just having more conversationalists. Because, yeah. you know, our talking and stuff, that's mean. We yeah. need them. We need them for guidance mm-hmm. and we need them for even Rangahau projects, research projects for yeah. ourselves. <laughs> you know, yeah. we need them there because they have all that, all that knowledge. All that knowledge that we need to extract and get to us. But we need more people just being able to speak mm. well you yeah, see you, you're right bro and, and like even with for conversational speakers sometimes you know you actually talk with a mata and you know never do i get nervous in, in english when i speak maori like I, I never i get never do i get nervous when i speak with someone else who's conversational whoever else has been but when you speak to someone that you know it's expert you know you kind of like, oh. Stepping on eggshells. Stepping on eggshells, but you're like, exactly. oh, I better not say the wrong thing here, but not say the wrong thing there. And you're just like, oh, okay. Because it's judged. Because <laughs> it's judged, bro. And you're just like. And that's us, once yeah. again, being our own worst enemy with each other. Yeah. And judging just for trying. Yeah, judging just <laughs> for trying. And But you get some good, you get some good. One of the things about, um, I know I'm going back to them, but Panikiritanya is that a lot of the stuff they've taught there is, <coughs> to be, um, is humility. Is that you know you've been given all this knowledge and you know a lot of stuff, yeah. Um, therefore, 
you know, a part of that is being humble with what you know and using that to help other people. And like no doubt that a lot of them have done that. Um, but and I'm not now I'm not talking about Panikiritana. There's a lot of other experts at the deal that didn't go through the institute that mm. that may have, you know, the way that they approach things is like that, oh, there's no there's no fuckity in what they do. Yeah. It's real oh. Uh, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay, they're, they're right. They <laughs> so easily. But um, another thing that came from their panes thing, uh, from Panikiritanga, is like you said, they teach humility. And then this is us being our own university <laughs> enemy again. Everybody who's beneath them, who's below them, sees them as peacocks when they show up to, you know, do their yeah. five quarter. We're like, bro, nobody's <laughs> understanding you. Shut up, just speak normal, you know? And yeah. then we, the lower people, are bringing them down. Yeah. And that's our own way of judgment, judgment. Yeah. only because of our own insecurity. Because we can't bring ourselves up. up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, so it looks like, um, and, and another thing that I, I like that, that Poe actually, when they done the docu- they did the Panikiri done a documentary, which he touched on, and he goes, well, not everyone in the in the community was ever invited to the Fari Makatea. You know, not everyone was invited to come and learn the That's sacred right. knowledge. So Fai Kore, yeah, no one was ever invited to the Fari Makatea. You were chosen as you a were chosen as a baby. Yeah. And that's for Fai Kore, that was for everything. So, so, that's, so a, that's another argument. That's another argument. the tuturu yeah. um, factor behind yeah. it. And that's what they kind of did in a way. Yeah. Because they were invite only. Yeah. And that is... Looks, a modern way of yeah, uh, is a modern way of staying tuturu, but it's also like for the outside perspective, and that's us bringing ourselves down again, yeah. as being like just invite everyone, yeah. uh, like what makes you too good for us? So so it's it's kind of like um it's it's yeah it's it, you're right because it's different to what it was back then. Like I mean we're not tr- back then we weren't trying to revitalize anything. No, <laughs> no we, there was no such yeah, thing. Then we, we weren't having to revitalize, but sometimes and like we've seen Tikanya being paused over COVID, you know, over certain things on the Marae and certain Tikana and Kawa. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's no reason to say, oh, that's another big oh, thing I need on my mind about that. <laughs> uh, but there's no reason to say why there aren't certain Tikana and, and Kawa. I oh, know it's not Kawa, just Tikana, that we could go, oh, okay, that wasn't relevant. That's not relevant anymore. Doesn't work anymore. Doesn't work. And I mean, there's no reason we can't modernize. Modernize it. And I think. Kawa. And I think going back to that. Okay. What's your protocols, by the way, Fano? If yeah. listening, go. Um, there's no reason why we can't go. Why we can't go and go. Okay, this doesn't work for us. What's something that aligns with? Yes, still has our tick under intact, but also incorporates the uh, Oi Nai. That's uh, it. Jim. Yeah. And that's where we'll see, okay, it's more of a, you know, it's more of a, okay, let's open this up to everyone and let's make the effort. But, like, in there, I still see the need that, like, at that time that there would need to be people, like, you know, for the group of people that needed support to get to the next level, you know, there's, yeah, I could see, I could see why. You could see why. But, but it's also, just like anything, is live today. Yeah. And obviously accept what's happening today because we can't do anything else. We have to be here. And it's remembering the past, like always having respect and acknowledging acknowledging our past, but don't live there. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. if we try and keep our tikanga or tuturu, uh, and that comes down to even a further korero around um, Maori tanga, like all these people, like te ao Maori and bringing ourselves down with 
wow, that's not that's, too to do yeah. or anything. See, oh, nothing that's, is that's my, too to do, bro. That's my pet peeve, bro. Don't literally, even bring it up. Literally, nothing is too to do. Yeah. Literally. And I hope I hope you've got some um I hope you've got some, you know, iwi iwi people or iwi leaders or, you know, people on the pie who are listening listening today because I mean sometimes a lot of the tikana that they put on the table yeah. doesn't stack up. Because yeah. they can't explain why it's done like that, you know. A lot of uh, you'd you'd be you'd find quite a lot of our um like iwi, iwi leaders and stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, we could pause tikka no because blah 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 blah. Like, this was a good example I heard. Like you know when COVID first came out and they're like, oh, um, sorry, we can't um we can't have we can't do um ohuni wahari do on the marae because blah 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 blah. I'll be like because we got COVID. Right. Because you know the the run risk of someone getting COVID if we do Hunya and how do you do? Awesome, great, okay. Um, why don't we just cancel the event? Why don't we just not have it at the marae? Why don't we put everything at the marae at hold? If Hunya and if it was not how do you do? It's just Hunya. If Hunya yeah. was a big part of our ceremonial practice, if it was a big tikana yeah. that we couldn't change, then let's not have the hui. And if it is something that we can change, then why haven't we changed it? <laughs> yeah. You know? Why are we still doing horny? If you're saying now that, oh, no, we're still going to have it and we're just going to post, you know, stop doing the horny one. And yeah. Why are we still doing it then? I'm not going to go and horny someone for no reason or if I don't have to. Right. I know that sounds real bullhead at this moment, but, I mean, there has to be a reason behind why we do things, right? Uh, yeah, and yeah, why? Yeah. And why? Because of COVID. If, if it was, if Hony was a big part of our our tikanga, and there was so much reason, and there was so much reason behind it, yeah. I would rather the marae go. Okay, now Aroha might because we can't do this part of our ceremonial of our practice because we need to stay to because we need to stay too to do. Don't have the don't have don't the because I was put right. in, I was put in that position. They said, "Oh, sorry, um, the." The students don't want to have the students don't want to honey the people because you know run the risk of having COVID. And I was right. like, okay, okay, the pie theater, but we need to one either cancel. We need to cancel it because that's, that's all it. I can see because honey is an important part yeah. of what I've always grown up with. Yeah, honey's always been a part of important part of that process because that's fucking te tapu where it's yeah. us. It's everybody, um, you know, greeting each other. It's yeah. even it's just people becoming yeah. one, which is the whole purpose around already. Yeah, yeah. So when someone comes and tells me, oh, okay, nah, okay, COVID's finished now, let's go back to doing your honey. And I'll be like, well, nah, nah, you's, well, you's, nah. You just gave that. No, then they're like, you's oh, no, that. because tikana, you know, we've adopted our tikana so many times and people trying to spin things on tikana. Mm. And the people that are spinning things on tikana, I'm not saying they're not experts because, yeah, they are 100% experts. Right. Um, but the reasoning that they give behind it lacks justification for why we'd still do it which is why i will always question why we do the honey from now on <laughs> <laughs> you're not a believer oh, in the breath of life anymore oh, no. well i was bro that's how i was brought up you were a firm believer <laughs> once i was a firm believer now someone told me <laughs> i get it what i would have said if i was what i would have said is like aroha mai we can't do we can't do our ceremonial practices anymore we're just going to have to close the marae until further notice not oh okay um pause we just won't do the huni and we'll do these stupid clap moves we do now you know the oh, oh whatever <laughs> the <laughs> the <laughs> the <laughs> i said what the <laughs> is this bull 
Shit. Oh, wait, wait. Don't talk no, no, to no, me no, about no. harm and mow and that crap. But do you know, um, and then, but, but do you know, <laughs> people um, try to go, well, harm and mow was also a two-to-do thing that they did during the plague and shit oh, like that. Oh, fucking <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> See, this is why you give, you give someone a bit of oxygen, bro, yeah. and then they decide <laughs> they to- choose to breathe too much. They, they, they take it all up. <laughs> <laughs> they spin too much cordial, bro. And there's a, hey, bro, I'm not- I'm not a, I don't, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an expert. I won't call myself a marathoner, but I'm a realist. Yeah. And I can, and, and, you know, you come up with, an, and the, all of the examples that I've, I'm not going to name anyone, because yeah. <laughs> it could start something. Right. But all of the examples I've seen from the, uh, the explanations that Martana have given over this time around, you know, around this kaupapa, none of them, I have not, none of them seem to convince me. Not one. <laughs> And I'm I want to be convinced because I like this part of our yeah. this is this is probably well apart from the feed this is probably the one of the most interesting, interesting parts of it yeah and the part that I like doing but yeah, yeah it's yeah no doubt someone's going to come and give a big give us for this um I'm a mole I'm a bro. <laughs> Um, if you want to get an important topic out of all of this, can you put that one up? <laughs> yeah, I'll put that one up. Um, also, Fane, we're not fucking matanga. We just, matanga. We just said that. We just we just are having a conversation. Okay, don't take everything we say with a grain of salt. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a lot of my stuff is quite relevant. <laughs> take mine with oh, the grain. Take mine as the gospel, eh? Yeah, take mine as gospel, bro. <laughs> I only preach the truth. <laughs> But hey, uh huh. <laughs> but hey, uh huh. Won't hold that against you, bro. And oh my god, man. But you know how how those old people, just our komatua, enforce these tikanga and stuff, and they, like you said, like hey, that's not the right way or something like that. Um, having it's it's kind of hard. For kawa and tikanga to develop, I guess, and modify itself because it's the it goes further than that. It goes back to like us as a culture respecting our elders, elders you know, yeah, like not dis- saying anything, disrespecting their mana, I guess, because mana comes with age and comes with you know status, comes with age and experience in our world, mm. where maybe we're not as experienced. But our views are more relevant because we are the ones who are going to be here. You know, we're the ones, if we're going to change the world, change the world for where we're going to live in, not where those fellas are going to live in. Yeah. And that's when changing kawa and stuff. And even at Marae Hui, why I think the youth is so important and should be vocalised just as important as... Our komatua is because we're gonna we're the ones who're gonna have to live with the we the, the ones who have to deal with the shit, yep. you know. And the, we're the ones who we're the ones who're gonna inherit what the decisions have, have have led to. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's going back to youth and how you can make a change at this age and with your experience. It doesn't matter how much experience or wisdom or whatever you want to call it you have, mm. as long as you're making it informed decision like what we talk about and you're preaching your own truth and you're convinced by it try and convince people of it you yeah. know try and convince others 
Because you're, you know, there's a saying, you're as right as the next person who convinced you otherwise. That's uh, what it is. You're, you're as, as right, right as the next person who convinced you otherwise. Yeah. That's right, bro. So go out and convince people yourself if you have such a problem with it. And be open to, you know, if you are... Be open to being convinced. Yeah, being open to be, being convinced and be open to, yeah, not being wrong, but just being more informed. <laughs> <laughs> the most yes, yes. PG way to yeah, put yeah, it. Yeah, really. Yeah, PG, being more informed. Yeah. yeah. Adding something more to your kitty. Kitty, <laughs> <laughs> your kitty. <laughs> <laughs> the parky way of saying it. Yeah. Your kitty. Your kitty. Bro, I hate PG culture. Like, I hate PC culture, is what I should right, say. Yeah. I hate it. Like, I hate fucking chucking wool over the fucking <laughs> over our eyes bro like just wake up kids like i hate it when um when even oh, i've talked about this before but profanity being used and yeah. like parents trying to shelter their kids from profanity and all sorts yeah. they sing it in all their games and shit anyway yeah i think just making people like we said informed and giving them the right values let them do with whatever. Yeah, let them figure it out. Yeah, yeah like it. people being so controversial, like yourself, you're a contr- controversial dude that preaches. Like you preach what you believe. Mm. So there's no if, what, or maybe with when you say something, you're saying this is the way you believe. Yeah, yeah. Not that this is the way everybody else has to look huh. at it, but this is the way you're seeing it. Mm. And you'll, you'll vocalise that quite easily. Yeah. And educated, informed. Yeah, but it's like, bro, don't let other people that are controversial like yourself affect you just because they have a opposing... Opposing view, yeah. yeah. And and what we get caught up to is that um, people will always say, oh, you don't understand, or you're, you don't listen to what I say. And yeah. it's like, no, you people listen to what you say. Well, you don't, you know, people listen to what you say. doesn't mean they have to agree with what you say. And then they kind of take that on as, oh, you don't, you're not listening. Mm. It's like, yes, I am listening. No, I don't agree with you. That's what it is. And people say, oh, that person must be an idiot then because, you know, but it's not. It's because it goes back to their values and what they believe. And, you know, and, and I'm not saying that those are bad values. They're good values. But, you know, some of them might be like, you know, Cons- persistent, um, you know, um, confident, and what it does is it, you know, just it kind of throws them off if they don't stick to those things that they they know. Yeah. So you always have to be conf. I think one is you always have to be confident. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about before about modernizing tikanga. Mm. If there's anybody listening, <laughs> and you're this young renegade keen to go for it with your pitchfork, fucking go, man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've because got some. Yeah. I'm a firm believer in changing, um, changing the way we think, and I I really do think we need a change from komatsu having the power to youth having just as much as I say, if not more. And I mean, if you look at you look at traditional Maori society, bro, everyone had a voice, regardless of if you were 
Pākeke, if you were uh, Komatua, if you were Taiohi, you know. Everyone had a voice and everyone had, because everyone, it was up to everyone um, to do their part for the betterment of the community. Yeah. So right. everyone had an equal part. And it wasn't until, like, I mean, yes, you did have it. Like, if you're a hapu, you, you did have a ranatira. If you were, if you were part of it, obviously, we came on later on and you had ariki or something. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until then we saw our big figureheads, but really everyone had an equal responsibility, you know, an equal say, because everyone had to contribute to the betterment Everything. Of, of the of the hapu. So they if one part one. falls, then you're all for pretty much. Yeah. So I think that's important. I, th- I think what uh, important thing to mention would be that yes, we use what all what what our uh, Komatsu would give to us as guidance to, to, to what we do, but I don't think there, at times, I don't think, and I might get shot down for this one, I don't think at times the decisions made for our children should be made by them. Yeah. Okay, and I mean, that's a bit of a different view. No, that's but I, true. I, think, I, think, I, I think, think that too. Like... Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, we're going under our settlements at uh, our uh, the West Coast Harbour Claim settlements at the moment, and I said, why aren't we informed? We don't know what's going on. They don't have, like, no why one knows what's going table? on. Why aren't we at the table? Why aren't we being asked what type of um, post-settlement... Affect them. Yeah. It's affecting us. us. Or not even asked what type of post-settlement entity do we want, what, what, look, what does it look like? For all the West Coast Harbours out, Raglan, uh, Altea, Raglan, Altea and Kafia. I mean, yes, there are Maraihui, but I mean, one, they, we get told last minute, like, oh, yeah, Maraihui tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like, bro, give me a bit of time, we would have got there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and same people making same decisions. It is, bro. Not it's listening. Never changing. And it never changes. And, you know, I heard it, oh, you know, you, you're way down the picking order. I've been told that before. Oh, you're way down the picking order. Like, That's wait right. till your turn. Like, wait, wait till you're ready. <laughs> hey. Bro, oh. I'm 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 ready to give an opinion. <laughs> I'm ready to give a view. I know. Look, I'll try and convince you right now. Yeah. Hey, I'm here. Try me. Yeah, and yeah, because I mean, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty it's, much more. It's funny how you mentioned um, doing the best for your community. That's a real because um, that's how it was in the two two days. Like back in the way, back in our days of our tipuna. They all worked for themselves as a whanau, as a hapu, as their own community. And now, Māori people as a whole, we try and unite. We we say we are one, you know, we are one people. By, by history, we really weren't. Yeah. We really weren't a one society people. None of us had the yeah, same, same views. Nah. And we fought hard against each other. Yeah. We would rape and pillage each other's villages. Yeah. We would go over to other people to take power from them, mana from yeah. them. We weren't one people. The the kupu Māori is actually it's modern. Introduced, it's an introduced. It's introduced to, to generalise us all. And it's just remembering that everybody is so different, yeah. bro. Every iwi has well, so much. That, that, that term annoys me, bro. Cause I, Māori, Māori is Māori, isn't yeah, even a me. kupu, bro. Because that, we use Māori as normal. normal. Yeah, normal way. That's the natural thing. Well, and here we go. And that's and uh, I want to touch on that point you just made, talking about grouping people into thinking, oh yeah, they believe the same things. They, I had didn't. one, I had one person come up to me. About, this might have been about three months ago. One of my good mates, 
who's Māori, yeah. and said to me, oh, you know, if every if all Māoris just vote for the Māori party, then, oh, you know, they'll be in, you know, it'll be, it'll be all case, you know, all go to four Māori. And I said, do all Pākehā vote for the national? Right. <laughs> That's what I said. I said, does all Pākehā, do all Pākehā vote for national? No, I said, Māori aren't a group together people that have the same views, the We're same. not the same people. I said, We're we have actually. a lot of common commonalities. We, we we have a lot of same similar practices. Um but we don't all think the same. I mean, Tikanga and Kawa can yeah. change from this marae yeah. to the marae across the river that I'm looking at. You know, you could be yeah. looking at the same. And that's oh, why can't you guys? And and that's another one. Oh, why, why can't, can't you, you guys, guys just go and do brown unite? Right? And yeah, why, why, be, yeah, why can't you guys do that? It's like, well, why can't Parker do that? <laughs> you know, why can't they do that? Yeah. You know, we're we're just like we've got diverse views. We've got, you know, we we don't all. Like the same things, nah. we, and that's we, we actually think, have a lot of resentment think, towards other. Uh, yeah, I think that people like you know look at oh no those are Maori like you group them like oh yeah they all eat the same thing drink the same yeah. thing, and that's a common misconception. I that's, think that's a really common misconception, and why is because we're not even taught that it coulda. No, we're not. Even at at Maori coulda at kura kopa, but right. we're not taught that Maori. Is a new word Yeah Hey Because everybody who Like even Māori Like this might even be a new fact For a lot of people The kupu Māori Was us making sense Of these white people Yeah Because Pākehā Were different Yeah That's what we We grouped them We did that We grouped them Okay Okay I'm not saying We did group people Okay And we grouped those white people As just white They are white They're different and then we're like, fuck, we're the normal ones. And yeah. heaps of people think, you know, they, that's what it is. Yeah. We just made this own name for ourselves for them yeah. to make it easier. We're the normal ones in that. We're the normal, the, the, the we're the normal ones. ones. Yeah. You're out of it. Yeah. You guys are weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such a weird thing to think, think about, about, bro. That is. Yeah. But just for everybody who's on the outside of Tao Māori, I guess, is realising Māori people aren't one. As much as we are, we believe in the same type of things yeah. and we speak the same real. As people, we're not naturally one. And that's evident in our history because we stayed in our different groups. We stayed in different iwis yeah. for a reason. Yeah. Out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Out no, of it. yeah, that's right, bro. That's right. Out of it. Anyway. <laughs> that's about... All we have to talk about <laughs> because we're gonna fuck all to talk about for the drive. Oh, you can, uh, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> Your future, cuz. Oh. What does it look like? Future, like you know, what's the goal? What's the goal of B Man's life? Oh, just to find somewhere nice where I could just you know chew the fat. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere nice to chew the fat, bro. Yeah, yeah. So, but oh. Because you're quite content in working hard to play. Yeah. Hey, you're, like, you're okay to not, like, because obviously your mahi you do is yeah. important, but it wouldn't have been your dream. It's, it's not, yeah, see, like, I never, like, I mean, will I end up becoming a project manager? And my, no, that's not what I want to do. Nah. What my, would be your yeah, dream, biggest my, dream job? Sorry. My biggest dream job would be... Um. To lead 
to lead one of the run run one of the um, entities uh, in the public sector. So you know, if it's the Ministry, or not the Ministry of Health, because you know it's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a hard one at the moment. But um, yeah. but some some working work as a senior uh, senior management official in, in one of the big in the public sector would be would be Do my you think dream, your, dream job. Your drive to be this leader comes from wanting to make the decision. Like I to be honest, I actually don't have a I don't have a I don't have a drive to become the leader. Well, at this moment, anyway, but I think I think I think I have a drive to I have a yeah I have a drive to be at the table. That's it. I want to be making the decisions. Yeah, that's you what is. I want to be a part of making the big decisions. I don't want to be be love Ringawira, but I don't <laughs> want to be a Ringawira. <laughs> I love I love all the work that the Ringawira do, and you know even now and some of the work that I'm doing, yeah, we you know you got to do the Ringawira yeah, stuff because yeah, if you don't under, if you don't understand the Ringawira stuff, then how are you meant to understand the big stuff? Right. Because you know the big stuff. It's what influences the little stuff. Well, you're trying to make decisions. Well, you're for trying the to make. Stuff. Yeah, well, you're trying to make decisions for the little stuff. So, um, yeah. So there's yeah that. But I mean, like you said before, I don't at the moment. My drive is to just, you know, do what I need to do to enjoy my time. Cool. Never, yeah, never. Don't work over an eight-hour day, Fano. <laughs> Uh, no one's gonna thank you. No one's gonna come out with big thank yous. Yeah. Waste of time. Do what you need to see. Do so you what can you go need to place. do. See so go places. So worry about go. worry yeah. about worry about becoming a senior official at forty. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you never save this video. Find somewhere. <laughs> I hope it's just find some fat to chew on. Yeah. is pretty much the knuckle of yeah. this corridor. Find, find some chew, uh, some fat to chew on, Farno. Yeah. <laughs> cool, my G. Well, thank you. Amen for your time. You know, love you. Always have time for you. We know this. We've grown up together. But yeah, it's cool, G. Way, thank you for your time. I'm sure the listeners would have learned something. You'd hope so. Chitty pa pa pa. Even if they didn't learn anything, then they've got to disagree with something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm definitely disagree with I, I, I 100% will guarantee this would have been a stimulating <laughs> podcast for you listeners. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys. Um, this has been the fourth episode of the Muck Around Podcast. You go ahead and follow me at all my socials, at Hollis, YouTube, Spotify. Find me anywhere. I'm there doing it. Thank you. Let's go. That's us signing out. We're done. Thank you, Pano. Thank you. See you next time. Make sure to tune in next time. I'll be <laughs> carrying on talking shit. Cheering <laughs> some fat. What can you do when Mr. Babylon comes looking for you?